0: Ahead she watched Rory, whose spirits had mercifully improved with the arrival of his new bicycle and the news of the move to live with his aunt and uncle. Rory possessed the trait that gave him a sense of measure. While he was deeply and understandably morose at the loss of his mother and father, he was feeding off Stella's stoicism and able to consider that there was brightness ahead. Already he was excited about taking his new bicycle to their aunt and uncle's house, where small lanes afforded all day safe riding. She saw him twist the handlebars with dexterity to turn the bike so he could double back. Stella? Yes, she inquired, ensuring her tone was cheerful. Will Uncle Brid take me fishing, do you think? Of course, he can't wait. He's already planning to cut down a rod so it's better for your height. Really? His eyes shone with eagerness. She made a mental note to ask Uncle Bryn to do just that. Yes, he's so looking forward to teaching you. Dad used to love to fish, Auntie Dill said, and he was good at it. Maybe you will be too. I'll catch enough to feed us all, Rory swaggered riding slowly and standing up in his saddle to show off new skills. Stella's heart swelled at the thought of her brother being allowed to run a little wild. It was something their mother had always hoped for, but living in London had meant too much brick and concrete for the country childhood she'd enjoyed in Brittany. "'What about me, Stella?' Caris wondered, lisping in a sad tone. Well, let's just get Rory off to his class before I tell you about all the excitement coming your way, darling, Stella soothed, knowing her sister would not be persuaded as easily. They'd arrived at the junior school gate. Already children were trooping in, mittens dangling from overcoat sleeves, balls being kicked against scuffed shoes, and bright voices breathing steam with their enthusiasm to get a few minutes of play in before the school bell was rung. You ready, Rory? Stella adjusted his cap that was slanting rakishly. He nodded. She wanted to stroke his soft cheek, stung pink by the cold. But Danny Nichols arrived to punch his arm instead. Danny whistled. Better kiss your sister, Rory, he taunted, making smooching sounds. Shut up, Danny, Rory replied over his shoulder, but Stella could see the colour had darkened in his cheeks. Well, how about a hug for your big sis instead? Rory was embarrassed by his friend, but not enough to deny Stella the embrace she craved. Oh, she groaned softly. I'm going to miss you, Rory. I need you to be the man of our family now. He nodded as he pulled away. She was relieved to see his eyes were dry, although hers were misting. Be good for your aunt and uncle, all right? Back soon, I promise. What month, you said? I did, and then I'll take you bowling. And to the fun fair at- I know, I know, I won't forget. She grinned, and he returned it with a gap-toothed smile that was so reminiscent of her mother that the hurt caught in her throat. It made her desperate to keep holding him, but she let him go. Danny's waiting. She nodded behind him, but couldn't resist any longer. Stella knocked off his school cap to ruffle his dark hair, knowing her aunt would take the scissors to it as soon as she got him under her roof. He surprised her with another hug, a fierce one this time, to melt her heart, and then he grabbed his cap and was trundling his bike into the school playground. She blew him a kiss when he looked around, but he didn't blow one back because the other boys had gathered and were nudging each other. Stella didn't feel bad. She knew Rory would be fine and that he'd think of something amusing to say that would crack them up. He was mature beyond his years, and this buoyed her. Caris was different, of course. She'd begun crying the previous evening, and now Stella could hear sniffles again as she doggedly pressed on to walk around to the primary section of the school. Stella, I still don't understand why you have to go. Stella remained patient and explained once again in the simplest manner she could.